Hello, and welcome to Trending Peoria. I'm your host and proud Peoria Unified alumna, Sarah Meredith, and I'm so eager to take you on this journey as we learn more about the importance of public education and the amazing work our staff do every day to ensure every student is prepared to not only meet tomorrow, but to help shape it as well. What's trending in Peoria Unified? School choice. In Arizona, it is not uncommon to hear about school choice, and Peoria Unified is proud to be a public school district of choice. Prioritizing student success, we offer programs that meet the needs of all students. One of the best career and technical education programs in the country is housed here in Peoria Unified. We're also home to nationally recognized arts educators, special education, and gifted programs that meet the needs of all students some of the best athletics in the state, and the award-winning Met Professional Academy. This summer, we are going to be highlighting some of the programs that make Peoria Unified the best place to educate your child, including the Heritage STEM School, Peoria Traditional School, the Met, and our Spanish Immersion Program at Santa Fe Elementary. Hello and welcome, Amanda. We are so excited to have you here today talking a little bit about Peoria Traditional School. To start, can you share a little bit about yourself and your role in relation to the campus? Absolutely. So again, my name is Amanda Campbell. Um, I am a wife and a proud parent to two amazing children. My son actually attended the school um, kindergarten through eighth grade, and he will now be a sophomore at Liberty. And then my daughter is going to be in seventh grade this year at the school. So um, I've been really lucky and blessed to be able to be really involved um, inside and outside of the classroom throughout the years. Obviously, at the younger ages, I was more in the classroom. But as my kids have um, gotten a little bit older, my role has turned into serving elsewhere, like the site council or booster club or doing tours for our school. We've done um, some different tours with um, like Congresswoman Debbie Lesko and district leaders. So that's been kind of neat to be a part of that. That's amazing. And as you mentioned, you are a very proud parent of two students who have gone through Peoria Traditional. For you as a parent, what made Peoria Traditional School such a great place for your students to gain an education? So originally, because we moved into this area specifically to be part of the Peoria Unified District, but I was sort of that frantic um, first child parent looking for the right school for my student. And obviously in the area that I'm in and in Peoria and the surrounding areas, there are a lot of options. So I had a list of schools that I was going to tour. And one of them was the traditional school. I set up a tour and I met with Mr. Corcoran. He was the principal of PTS at the time and the program was brand new. And he basically toured the school with me and met one-on-one, -on -one, shared his vision for the school and why he wanted to start a traditional school in the district. And honestly, it was just sort of meant to be. It was as a parent, I just knew that that's where we needed to be. And we've been there ever since. 
That's amazing. And I would imagine, you know, throughout the years, sometimes parents do choose to move their kids to a different campus. What are some of the reasons that you continue to send your students into that school every day? Yeah, that's a good question. So for me as a parent, there's several things. We obviously are a very traditional environment. So um, uniforms, I know Mm -hmm. that some kids don't like uniforms, but for me, uh, not having to worry about my children picking out outfits every day is a huge win. Um, But honestly, I mean, our school meets outside every morning before classes begin. We say the morning announcements as a school. Um, just to get the day started off in the right way. And typically um, one of the teachers or the principal will give the morning announcements or kudos or whatever needs to be shared with the school as a whole. And then they're off to start their day. Um, We are a rated top school in the district. Uh, We have smaller class sizes, which for me is a huge plus. Um, I think that it allows a better connection at least in my opinion, between our teachers and the students or my students. Um, You know, we have families that, because we're a school of choice, we have families inside the district, obviously, and then we have those outside of the district, but the classrooms are capped at a certain point um, so that there's not overcrowding, which I definitely love. Um, One thing that kind of stands out is our best of PTS program. So we have a program, it's built on four pillars of values that we as a school feel strongly about. And then each quarter we focus on one of those values. So it is best. So B is be ready to learn. E is everyone matters. S is show pride. And then T is take it to the next level. So Um, Each grade level throughout the school has the same focus for the quarter, but the lessons that then go into teaching and modeling the focus obviously looks different depending on the grade level. And at the end of each semester, every teacher chooses one student that exemplifies um, that core value and they're recognized at an assembly, um, our best of PTS assembly, and then they're awarded with a shirt that they can wear on Mondays. And it's really neat on Mondays to sort of walk around the campus and see um, the numerous amounts of children who have earned this award and really exemplify all of these values that we as parents and as a school find so important. That's amazing. And I would imagine too, on those Mondays, it's kind of a little inspiration for the other students who want to rise to that level as well. Um, And it allows some of the students who have received it in the past to become mentors um, for their classmates and their peers, um, which is so amazing. Uh, I know, Amanda, you mentioned you have one student who has gone all the way through PTS and now is at Liberty for your son, have you noticed any differences in how well-prepared he is um, once entering Liberty compared to maybe a student who didn't get to go through the Peoria traditional school? Sure. So I wouldn't necessarily say that he was more prepared. I think academically, um, you know, my my kids are both very different. Um, my son excels academically and always has. So he was very prepared. He didn't, he didn't struggle his freshman year. Um, I think that's not only our program, but the teachers as a whole um, for this district, but the standard, of course, that PTS 
stood for and them really encouraging him at his level and continuing to push him forward. Um, I will say, you know, we are a very small environment. I think regardless of what elementary school your child attends in the district, moving to some of these high schools can be a little bit intimidating because there is a large, um, there's a large difference between the elementary school sizes and then going to these high schools. Um, so for my son, I'll just be honest, that was a little bit um, of a transition for him when you come from a classroom of 30 or 60 kids as a whole, and then you're moved to a class of five or 600, that's definitely different. But academically, he was very prepared and he did incredible his first year of high school. That's amazing to hear. And I'm sure that also gives you a little bit of confidence now that your daughter's also going through the program and getting ready to go into high school soon, but not too soon. Yeah. Um, that she'll also have the skills she needs to be successful for whatever that next step is. Um, for you as a parent, I know we talked to Mrs. Brian a little bit ago and she talked about the commitment that families make also to their students learning when they go through the traditional school. Can you share a little bit about what that commitment is and some of the things you as a parent do to help make sure your students are successful? Sure. So, I mean, I'll be honest. I think for those of us who have chosen this program, it wouldn't matter what school our children were at, we want to be a large part of their success. We want to work with the teachers to make sure that our kids are successful. And the program at PTS, I think just allows us to have that relationship a little bit more than we might elsewhere. So we are, we typically try to have some involvement or parents to volunteer in any way that they can. Um, it's changed over the years on, you know, hours that we try to have parents put in, but honestly, for me as a whole, um, it's important that I be a large part of my kids growing up. The time is, time is of the essence and it's mm -hmm. going really fast. And so I've been thankful that with PTS, like I said, with the, the younger grades, I was able to be in the classroom quite frequently. And then as my kids have sort of gotten older, I've been able to build those relationships with leadership staff to then serve in other capacities and be an advocate for the school, which um, I'm really thankful for. That's awesome. And um, just another kind of question, because as you mentioned, you are an advocate for the campus and you're on the site council and you help with all of these things. If there is a parent who is listening to this, who is maybe in a stage of life that you were in not too long ago, where you were trying to figure out what the best fit for your children is, um, what advice would you give to that parent? Sure. So my best advice is to call and schedule a tour meet one-on-one -on -one with our principal. We have a new principal, Mr. John Nitschke coming in, who is incredible. And I'm sure he would love to meet with you and tour. You can come see our classrooms. Um, there's been times in the past where we even have a student sit in on a class just to see if that's a good fit for them and for your family. Um, I would also encourage you to possibly ask for other parent info um, from our staff. I know that there's several of us in every grade level who would be more than willing to answer questions from a parent standpoint. 
Awesome. And um, again, I just have one other question for you, specifically as a parent, what are some of just the best things that you have seen about this program, um, whether it's the rigorous curriculum or just how excited your kids are to learn? What are some of those things that just really stand out to you as a Peoria traditional school parent? So obviously the best of PTS program is huge for me. I think that education is great, but in our household, the school is building on the same values that we're building at home as well. And I really always have appreciated that. As far as curriculum is concerned, um, you know, ours is a little bit different than some of the other schools. So we have Spalding and we've started Wit and Wisdom and we do Eureka Math. And I feel like those different curriculums have really challenged my kids and pushed them to a new level that they maybe would not have had, had they have been at a different school. Um, and then I think it's just the family feel. I think a lot, I would say majority of the families that are wanting this program are putting in the extra effort for their kids or they're wanting those relationships with staff and they're working at home as much as the kids are doing at school. So when my kids come home and they've got homework, I'm making it a point. They need to make sure that that's done. The respect level that's shown at home is the same respect level that's shown in the classroom. And I love that it correlates with, you know, in the classroom and outside of the classroom. Definitely. And I will say, going back um, to that conversation I just had with Mrs. Bryan, I think one of the things that is so special and kind of makes Peoria Traditional School shine a little differently than some of our other campuses is just how much um, of a whole community there is around all of the students and making sure that there's always adults in their corner to help them success be successful. And for a lot of the families, like you mentioned, the expectations for them at home and the expectations when they go to school are very similar. And I think that is just one of those things that makes Peoria traditional school such a special environment for students to be educated in. Absolutely. Um, and Amanda, I know you are um, busy this morning, and so I don't want to keep you too much longer. But before I let you go, is there anything else you would want to share with our community about Peoria Traditional School um, and just why it is such a special place for you? Um, you know, honestly, I think if you're looking for something a little bit different um, and you're looking for a program, like I said, there's a lot of options in our area. Um, I would recommend scheduling that tour. Come see what we're about. Come ask questions. Um, there, Like I said, there are several of us. I specifically would be more than happy to meet face-to-face -face or over the phone with anybody who has questions from a parent standpoint. Um, we are, like you said, a we're just a big family. I mean, that's how we see it. Um, just a great community of educators and staff and parents and students who we want to see succeed. That is amazing. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing a little bit more about the Peoria Traditional School with us, Amanda. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Hello and welcome, Emily. We are so excited to have you here today to talk a little bit about Peoria Traditional School. Before we go too far, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at that school? 
Yeah, so I've been at Peoria Traditional, which we typically call PTS because it's less of a mouthful. So we like to call it PTS um, for uh, 10 years. So this will be the start of my 11th year here. Um, so I've been here almost since the inception because we started um, 12 years. So this will be our 12th school year that we're starting. So um, I teach sixth grade. Um, I had the privilege this year of having a large enough class size that I actually was not self-contained, uh, which was nice because it gave me a chance to really focus in on our math curriculum um, to help our all of our students grow, which was good to see. That's amazing. And as you said, Peoria Traditional has certainly grown a lot in the last 12 years. Um, to you as an educator, what sets PTS apart and makes it such a great place for parents to educate their children? I think there's two factors. And uh, the biggest one is that our culture is all about community. Um, we work really hard to make this a school where our eighth graders are involved with our kindergartners and our fourth graders are involved with our seventh graders. And we try to do a lot of cross grade level um, interactions so that everybody knows everybody and everybody feels like, hey, these are all of our kids. Um, I don't just focus on, you know, my class of sixth graders that I have this year. I'm creating um, connections with our kindergartners and our eighth graders and um, everybody tends to do that. So it's a huge community type of school. Um, we have a eighth grade teacher who has kindergarten duty and she absolutely loves it because at this point she'll tell you she can tell you almost every student's name in our school because she's known them since kindergarten and she gets to build that relationship with all of those different students. Um, so community is a big factor for us as a school and I think parents see that and our kids see that and they see that we love and we cherish their kids and that they are important to us. Um, so then they trust us when we have to make hard decisions or we have to have phone calls and conversations. They know that we're only looking out for what is best for them. And then I think the other thing is it's a commitment to excellence and it is a commitment with parents, with teachers and with students. Our parents are committed to their child getting the best education that they possibly can. And if that requires them to help them with homework, they're on top of it. If it requires them to um, have their child stay after school for tutoring, I can send a quick email and be like, hey, can they stay after school today or call them really quick? Yeah, they absolutely can stay today. Or we can't make today work, but tomorrow works. Does that work for you? Um, we have several students right now that are, in summer school because the parents saw the important need for their child just to gain that little bit extra and to, you know, fill in any gaps that they might have. Um, our teachers are committed to excellence. There's times where you can walk into a classroom after school and you've got multiple grade levels meeting um, informally because they're like, hey, I, how, how can I teach this better? Or how can I do this differently? Or this is an issue I'm having. Do you have any suggestions or where can I grow to help my kids? So we're committed to doing the best that we can for our students. Um, we have a different type of curriculum than the district. So that requires us to work together as an entire staff 
to make sure that we're doing it effectively. And then our students are also committed to excellence. And we know when COVID hit, it was crazy. And times were, you know, up in the air in that March of 2020. And I think like that was the biggest example for us of our kids being committed because when we rolled into COVID of March, 2020, my sixth graders literally had just gotten off the bus from outdoor ed. We had spent three days in Prescott, no idea what was happening, rolled in and they're like, Hey, see you. And then an hour later, um, they might not be coming back. And we were like, Oh, wait, what? And so we had to, you know, figure a lot of things out. But when our kids weren't required to be in meetings and to do schoolwork, 98% of my kids showed up to daily meetings. They did lessons. They turned in homework. They submitted projects um, because they were committed to what they wanted to get out of their school year. So instead of just like, hey, this is all kind of a weird time, we, we still taught lessons and they continued to learn and grow in that last quarter. And then, you know, our kids came back and we had to start out virtually and they still, they showed up to every meeting and they did their homework. Um, and then this past year where we had close contacts, um, our junior high, our sixth, seventh, eighth grade team, we continued to offer teams meetings when our kids were at home, whether it was close contact or they were sick and they showed up to meetings and they still were doing homework when they were at home where they could have just kind of been like, eh, I'm, I'm going to take these 10 days off because, you know, I got quarantined or whatever. And I don't know about you, but if I was a sixth grader and I didn't have to get up for a 745 Teams meeting, it wasn't required. I'm not sure I would have gotten up for a 7.45 a.m. Teams meeting, but they would email me at like 7 a.m. Hey, I'm going to be homesick today. Are you starting a meeting? Because I want to make sure that I can, you know, hear today's lesson. And so our kids are committed to getting everything that they can out of school. That's amazing. And I think I would agree with you. If I were back in sixth grade, I might take the opportunity to maybe sleep in a little bit. But yes. I think, um, as you mentioned, that culture that you build around the campus where everyone's kind of holding everyone else accountable, where teachers are holding other teachers and filling in where necessary, that really does add to the educational experience for a student um, just so that they either consciously or unconsciously know that there is a whole team of support behind them who also expects them to do their best. And the best also might look different for every student, but that there are caring adults in their corner to make sure that they can get to that point. Um, I know you've talked already so much about all of the amazing benefits of Peoria traditional, um, but could you share a little bit? I know you mentioned that there's a slightly different curriculum on your mm -hmm. campus. What are some of the benefits of that different curriculum? Um, so we have two different uh, curriculums that we do that are different from the district. So um, our math curriculum is Eureka. Um, both of them are under the um, program heading of Great Minds, um, or that's the publisher of it. So Eureka is the math that we use. Um, and we've been using that probably for a good solid seven, six, seven years, probably at this point. Um, 
it's a high rigorous math curriculum. It's a lot, at least I can, for sure for our sixth graders and our slightly older kids, um, there's definitely a lot more word problems where the kids are having to really figure out and think deeper about a problem and what is happening. Um, we do a lot of justifying why our answers are valid and you know, are there other ways that we could do this? Um, it's, it is slightly more fast paced because mm -hmm. it very much is, Hey, we're going to learn this tool and then we're going to use this tomorrow. And we're going to use it a little bit at a higher level. And then we're going to increase, um, the expectation or the type of problem that is being asked every day. So it definitely is a faster paced program, but it gets our kids to dive deeper into mathematics and what is happening and why is it happening? And, you know, what's occurring in it. Um, one of the best things I think I've heard from our junior high math teacher was she came from Apache. So within mm -hmm. the school district, um, a couple years ago to us. And she's like, I've never seen kids come to me with a better understanding of number sense than at this school. So our kids aren't just learning the process of math. They're understanding how math works and why it works and why do you have to do it this way or how is this actually happening so instead of just calculating numbers we teach a lot of the why of the numbers um and you know our test scores kind of prove that hey this is a program that is effective. Mm -hmm. um, we always have very high math test scores coming out of state testing. And I know state testing is not the end all be all, but it's a proven program. We can see that there are a lot of results from it. Um, and then we currently are for ELA, we adopted wit and wisdom. Um, this will be year three. So we are still working through just kind of the bumps and, you know, things that come along with having mm -hmm. to teach a new program and learning through it, um, which has been good in the sense that we're talking as teachers about best practices for our kids with this ELA program and figuring out the best ways to do it. Um, but I know for our younger guys, it's um, a lot of reading um, storybooks and understanding, you know, characters and plot lines and things that sometimes you're like, wait, why do kids need that so young? They do, because it helps them to understand what they're reading. Um, and then we kind of get into our fifth, sixth, seventh, um, a little bit of our third and fourth. Our wit and wisdom is novel-based. And so they're reading novels um, and looking for different things. You know, how are how is this affecting our character? Or what kind of things happen out of it? And so there's a lot of diving deeper into a novel versus just reading it for entertainment. Mm -hmm. um, they get entertained. They're great novels, but they're learning more about different aspects. Um, I think one of my favorite novels for sixth grade is Blood on the River, and it's all about Jamestown and um, the Indians and like how did the Native Americans in Jamestown, you know, the struggles that they had to go through to, you know, be these brand new neighbors and you've got, you know, people from England coming over that you've never seen. Mm -hmm. um, and the kids get to look at how there were environmental factors that affected both of them. And then there were social factors that affected it. 
Uh, and that, so not just learning about this historical story, but also what was really happening during that time so that they can be you know, culturally aware. Our books in sixth grade are very cultural based kind of books, which are nice for our students to, you know, read something they might not have thought to read about. Um, and it opens up some interest levels. Certainly. And I would imagine with both of the curriculum that you talked about, they really deepen a student's understanding of what they're learning and so that it maybe sticks with them a little bit longer. So, for example, um, with the book you brought up, when they go off to high school and they're learning about United States history, they can say, oh, I have some context for this because of this book I read and that deeper thinking that was occurring during that time also. Yes, I would agree. Like both our math and our ELA requires our kids to think more critically about, you know, what whatever concept they happen to be learning right then. Awesome. And then, um, so I know you've talked so much about just what sets PTS apart. Can you share a little bit about what an average school day looks like from when your students get there in the morning um, to when they're headed off and headed home for the afternoon? Yeah. Um, so like I said earlier, our big thing is community building. So our day, you know, typically starts everybody's outside for recess. But one thing that we do different than most schools is when our bell rings, all of our kids line up and we do morning announcements together outside. And then we say the, the Pledge of Allegiance as a school. So it is the entire um, school coming together to take that time to, you know, say the Pledge of Allegiance and, you know, hear about, you know, things that are going on in the school, like mm -hmm. did our, you know, junior high team, did they win the basketball game last night? Or um, here's our cross country kids. And these are our ones that got ribbons today. Or um, sometimes it's as simple as, hey, this student got 100% on their spelling test. And we don't do every single child that, you know, reaches a goal, but we try to pick, you know, different goals that have been reached by different students so that they can be celebrated by their, um, their entire school and not just their classmates or their parents. Um, and then we kind of roll into just our typical day of, um, you know, your ELA and your math blocks and your science and your social studies. So the school part of it, for the most part, looks similar to any other school. It's what they're getting in the classroom that is different. It's the type of curriculum um, that they're getting. And I know our younger grades are amazing at pulling small groups and um, doing centers that are learning centers that are fun for our kids to do. Um, I always joke with our secretary, I'm like, don't email me during the day because I'm not going to see it because a lot of our day we use every minute possible mm -hmm. to teach our students. So it's a very packed full day for our kids of learning. Like every minute to us is important and we want to utilize it the best that we can. I've seen our, you know, first grade teachers walking in the hall with their students and, um, the fifth grade team might have something out that they had created or they had learned. And those teachers are talking to their students about that in the hallway and like, Hey, look at, you know, look at this and you guys are going to do this. And how does this connect to maybe what we're, we're kind of learning in class there. Our third graders at one point had like math fact families up 
And they were able to connect it to addition math fact families um, so that the kids could kind of see all those things. So we try to use every minute of the day possible to help our students. That's amazing. And I, the part you bring up about the hallway and them seeing what other grades are doing, I'm sure that also gets those kindergartners or first graders excited about mm-hmm. what they're going to do. But then also when they end up in third grade, fifth grade, eighth grade, they can remember like, oh, this is how this all connects together. Because, and a lot of time it feels when you're learning certain things um, that they're all happening in isolation, but you're really allowing the students to see how all of that is connected and those kind of building blocks they have throughout elementary school. Yes. Um, Emily, I know you are so, so busy with summer school and just filling every moment um, for those students to make sure that they are prepared for next school year. But before I let you go, I just wanted to ask if there is anything else you wanted to share with our community um, about Peoria Traditional School or just anything that really makes it such a special place for you to go to work and for families to send their children every day. Um, I think it we can kind of go back to what we said earlier, like we, everybody here loves on kids and they're going to love your child. And we're going to work with your child the best that we can as a staff. And so we want parents to know um, and community members to know that we're really here for kids and we want to do what is best for kids, um, no matter what we happen to be doing. Um, One of the kind of cool things that we do that sets us apart as a school is um, all of our potential students are required to actually meet with our principal beforehand um, and kind of talk about what does our program look like? What are our expectations? Because, our behavior and our academic expectations can look a little bit different because of our rigorous curriculum. Um, We would never want a student to come in and feel completely overwhelmed and not feel successful because that's not good for students. And so, you know, we just do, they meet with the principal, they kind of talk about what does our program look like and different things. and they do a school tour, so they get to see where all the classrooms are, and they, you know, see what's happening. Um, and it just kind of makes it a more personal experience instead of just, hey, you get to show up on your first day, and you don't know anybody or anything. Um, we've tried to create a, you know, culture that is safe and understanding. Um, one thing that we used to do before COVID, which we really enjoyed which we met as a leadership team yesterday and we're bringing back is something called a shadow student day. And so after they kind of do their tour, they actually will come and shadow for half of the day. So if it's a potential sixth grader, they would come and sit in my classroom and they would participate in our lesson that day. We would, you know, kind of assess. I know our younger grades will pull them and just do like a quick fluency or a dibbles assessment type of Um, program with them just to kind of see where they're at to help them. Um, And it just, again, builds that, hey, this is this is what we look like and this is what we do. So it's not completely off putting that very first day. So we're excited to kind of restart with shadow students and so on. So that's also makes us a little bit different in that um, everybody here is on open enrollment. So it's a school of choice, um, which is different than those that are their homeschool within their neighborhood. 
Definitely. And that sounds so exciting that they're able to kind of shadow. And I think it goes back to another point you brought up earlier of just from day one, moment one, you are trying to set up every student for success. And so that they are just so ready to, once they leave Peoria traditional and go on to high school, continue to rock it throughout college and career also. Um, Emily, thank you so much for joining us and sharing a little bit more about Peoria traditional school. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You guys as well. Thank you for listening to another episode of Trending Peoria. As always, you can learn more about the programs we spoke about in this episode at peoriaunified.org slash trendingpeoria. If you liked what you heard, please rate us, leave a review, and check out our companion podcast, The Progress Report, which comes out quarterly. Trending Peoria is made possible with the support of the Peoria Unified School District's communications team, comprised of Danielle Airy, Aaron Dunsey, Jacob Stanick, Natalie Zenobiev, and our producer, David Colley, and host, Sarah Meredith.